So uh, usually and typically we do have a worship uh, middle school band, and a lot of them are in this room right now. So uh, we, ought, we will have middle school worship and all that, but we're looking for right now, um, we're looking for an adult guitar player to kind of help out and to kind of to work. We do have uh, a, the greatest, one of the greatest adults ever, coolest people ever. Um, leading, leading the worship band, but we do need a, a, a one more adult guitar player. So if your mommies or daddies play the guitar, you can go tattle on them and tell me, and I'll call them, and then then we'll get them on we'll get them on stage hopefully. All right, but anyways, um, we are starting a a series to start off. We're starting a series to start off um, our new school year called Uncommon. Uncommon, and the cool thing is, not only with this series that we're going to learn, and the the series really kind of encompasses what we think. And, and Daryl and I got together, and what and, and some of the leaders, and we got together, and we thought to ourselves, what do we want our community here at Cross Life, and more specifically, our community in the stu- the student ministry, to look like? And we came up with this idea that to have good community and to have a community that is Christ-like, it's going to be uncommon from what you have seen. Maybe you have been in the church your whole life, and it might not be uncommon for you, but it definitely will be uncommon for your friends who never have stepped foot in the church. So we're starting a sermon series tonight called Uncommon, and uh, we are going to jump right into that. But before we do that, we do have places where you can serve and you can get it, be a part. So if you, want, if you like tech, come, come see me. If, you, if you're into worship, music, or if you're into taking pictures, uh, whatever it might be, come see me. Uh, and then I'll get you to the right people, and we'll get, we'll get squared away with that. All right? So uh, there was a time, and some of you might know this story, so uh, be quiet so the, the, um, because not everyone's heard it. All right? I can't remember what stories I've said and what stories I haven't said. So those who have been here for a while, you know, don't mess my punchline up. All right? Okay. I'm talking to, I'm talking to you, PJ. Um, so here's the thing. So I, before serving here at Cross Life, um, I served at a small church in Virginia. And I loved this church. I still love this church. It's a great church. Um, I stayed uh, with this um, a couple that Elm, Elma and Linwood, um, who were just fantastic, uh, stayed there like while I was going to school. And then I ended up staying in the parsonage, which is basically the a house that the church owns and uh, lets like people who serve there live there or lets people in need live there. So I was there serving in this church, and um, I loved I loved it. And one of the reasons why I loved it is because the people there were really giving, and. Um, one of the ways that they were given, giving was that on Sunday morning, we'd have church and everything, and it'd be great, and then Sunday, th- that church service would end. And there's one thing that Southern Baptists like to do, all right? um, and that's eat. All right? They like to eat. So I knew, I knew that there was going to be someone who would take me out to lunch. All right? And as a poor college student, serving in a church, not making money, much money, I needed food. Look at me. I am a man who likes to eat his food, all right? And so, thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Can I get an amen? amen. Woo! Can I get a hallelujah? hallelujah. Can I get a pop, pop? pop, pop. Now, now you got it. Now you get it. All right, so I, I'm a person who likes to, to uh, eat a lot. 
But here's the thing, guys. I'm also really picky, right? So I'm not saying that this is right. I'm not saying that this is right. I'm just saying that this is what I did, okay? I'm not a perfect person. I would kind of play the field. Like, it would start around Sunday school time. They come in, they're like, hey, we're going, to, we're going out to eat. You want to come out to eat with us? And I would say something along the lines, where are you going? Oh, well, I'm not sure what's going on. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> and then the next people would come up to, to, to me. Hey, we're going out to eat. Want to come to eat with us? I'm like, where are you going? They're like, we're going to Mickey D's. I'm like, never mind. I'm just kidding. I love McDonald's. Um, and I'd be like, I don't know. I'll, I'll see what. And I would like just see who, who's going out to the better restaurant. And who, like, uh, listen, I'm not proud of it, okay, guys? I'm just saying that this is what I did. Um, and, I, and so there was this one Sunday where I had to do homework, you know, the, those Sundays where you come into small groups and you come to, come to church, and the only thing that's on your mind is, I didn't do homework Friday. I didn't do homework Saturday. I didn't do homework Thursday, I had a, a, a thing due, and like, so that was what, what it was. Like, I had a, a thing due like three weeks ago, and I woke up Sunday morning and went, oh no. Um, and so I had something due, and I was kind of like, I don't know if I wanted to go out. And no one's asking me out to lunch, but at the same time, you know, like 11 o'clock in the service, halfway through the pastor's message, he makes like a little comment about food, like, you know, whatever it might be, and my stomach's like, <laughs> And my stomach's starting to yell at me like, eat food! Ah, I'm going to die! Eat food! Right? So, like, I'm like, in, in, my, in my mind, my face is like, Ugh. and so Elma and Linwood came up to me, and they're like, hey, we're going out to eat. You want to come? And I was like, uh, I don't know. I got to do homework. They're like, no, you'll be great. Well, I got to, no, you're coming. Oh, all right, okay. So I hop into the, um, I hop, like, we're out in a little bit of the country. We have to go into town to get to the food places. So I hop in, this, hop in their car, and the thing is, like, you never know what's going to happen. So we start driving, right? First of all, my first sign was when uh, uh, Alma put a big, huge crock pot of cheese um, into the back, uh, the trunk of the car. I should have thought there, something's off, but I didn't think of anything. I just thought, ooh, cheese. Um, and so uh, I was like, I like cheese. Uh, where's that? Anywhere cheese, uh, if there's a big pot of cheese, people, I'm going to follow it, right? And so, like, I'm in the car, and we, if this is the church out in the middle of nowhere, out, out in the country, just a few houses, and this is the city, right? Like, city's over here, where all the restaurants are. Like, we want to go that way. No, we went from, we went that way. We're way out in the sticks. Like, we hit, we hit, like, you know, the roads without any of the lines. And then we hit, you know, the mountains. And then we were out in, like, dirt roads. And, like, I'm getting a little bit nervous right here, right? Like, what is going on? Like, I do not know. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be a great lunch. It's going to be, they keep on talking about how great of a lunch this is going to be. And I'm thinking to myself, where are you going to take me? Like, I'm a little bit, of, I'm a little nervous. This is, this, is where they, this is where they take me out and kill me. Um, and so, so we get to the spot, and, and through the trees of the wood, like I'm telling, dense forest, like think like, like uh, Bear grills, like, you know, like, like out there, like, like we, passed, we, we passed a Survivor episode, like it was like way out there, and we got there, and, and the, the trees split, there was all these cars, they're getting out, and they're like, woo! they're getting out the crock pots 
of food, and I'm like, ooh, crockpots of food, I'm in, right? But at the same time, I'm like, where are we? Um, and we were in the middle of nowhere, and there was just like this little, like, building. Like, I don't know, it's like a community center out in the middle of, like, literally, literally out in the sticks, right? So we get there, and I'm, at this point, I'm kind of curious of what's going on. I don't know what's going on. And everybody's shaking hands, and everybody's talking with each other, and we come in, they're like, hey, what's up? And they're like talking to me, and they're like, how's it going, pastor? And like doing blah, 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 and it's great. And like I saw on the wall, there was this huge like tree type thing, and it dawned on me, I was at a family reunion. Yeah, I'm at a family reunion, and I know some of the people, too, because I worked with them in, in, in the summers, but, like, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know, and the bad thing is, I didn't know what family this was. Like, I didn't know the last name. You don't know how family reunions happen. It's like, well, we're related to the Johnsons. Well, my Aunt Moo Moo, I'm a couple, Uncle Bob's Billy Johnson. Like, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And then they come up to me, and then they come up to me, and they're like, hey, pastor, would you pray for us? Would you pray in the thing that we're having today like it was then it became on bestowed upon me to like introduce this family i didn't know their last names <laughs> so i just because like thank you lord for them and what they do and it was very very awkward and as i was thinking of an uncommon situation in a community of people i thought of I thought of that scenario. I thought of that scenario with me in the middle of nowhere, not sure what's going on. But you know the cool thing about it? By the end, we were all talking like, you know, I'm an extrovert, so I'm like, hey! And they're like, hey, Uncle Billy Bob, how are you doing? Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm in, right? You know, like, yeah, I'll be part of your family if you're going to give me a crock pot full of cheese. Like, <laughs> you, got, you, got a little, you got a little hot dogs over there? I'm a Smith, you know, like that's what I'm talking about. Where's the other family reunion? I am like super excited by the end of the time and I'm talking to people like I helped tear down. Like they, we stayed after we tore down and I was like, see you, Aunt Joan. You know, like I was like, see you at the time. At the end, I was like super excited about it and had a great time. But here's the thing. Church family, just like a normal family, can be very uncommon. Can be very uncommon. And the reason is, and as we get into our message today, today we are specifically looking at the first church, at the start of the first church. And as we see the start of the first church, we can see how an organic community of uncommon people coming together to make one family can act and interact with the world. And the reason why this is so uncommon is because at the center of the church is Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something. Jesus Christ is an uncommon leader. And in the next few weeks, we're going to get into, into how, how Jesus is an uncommon leader. But think of it. The people, the leadership, the, his followers thought that Jesus was going to come down and set up his kingdom in a, in a forceful way. They're, he was going to come down in a, in a way where they could like set up and he could reign right then and there. He was going to get rid of the Romans. Everything was going to be happy. But instead, he decides to wash their feet. 
Instead of, instead of coming in by force and, and, and showing all that, he comes in with love. I just squeaked really bad. It's all right. One day I'll get through puberty. All right. Instead, listen, instead of, instead of conquering in a way where he wins a battle, he wins a battle by dying on a cross and then rising again. You see, he's a very uncommon leader. And he set the church up. And we could see this in Matthew uh, 16, 18, that he was building, working with his disciples, working on Peter's life to set up the church. And we could see that the church is not only just the, it's the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 27 says this. Romans 12, 4 through 5 says, in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 through 27, all say this. Don't worry about, like, like getting to that. I'm just mentioning them. If you want them again, that's 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27. Romans 12, verse 4 and 5. They also say that he's the bride, like the church is Jesus' bride. Ephesians 5, 25 through 27. See, this is what the church means to Jesus. But let's look at how the people inside the church should act. And it, that leads us to our, um, our, our scripture, our passage today, if you have your Bibles. And we always try to use scripture here on Wednesday night. So if you don't have a Bible, uh, I have some, and I would like to give you one. It's a nice one as my, as my gift to you. Um, if you, uh, you can also download an app on your phone if you have a smartphone, and you can uh, get the Bible on that. But if you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And the verses just before this is talking about the church and it's first starting to grow. The church and how it's first starting to grow. And Peter, for maybe for the first time after Jesus Christ, gives a gospel presentation. And he says, and before this, in, 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 in verse 38, it says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the, for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. See, in this first time, 3,000 people accept Jesus Christ. And it went from just a few people in a room, it went to a few people who followed Jesus, to this movement, to this group of people, to this community that was 3,000 strong. And this is how they did community. This is how they had an uncommon relationship with each other. It says this in verse 42. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings, basically the teachings of Christ, and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders of signs were bring, uh, uh, being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. 
and they were s- selling their possessions, belongings, and di- uh, distributing, th- distributing to them, t- to the needy, to all who are in need. Sorry. <laughs> and day by day, attending to the temple together and breaking of bread in their homes, they received their food with glad, uh, uh, glad and gracious hearts, praising God and having uh, favor with all people. And the, the, the Lord added to their numbers day by day those who were being saved. This is the beginning of the church. You see, we understand what the church is when we have that, that op- opinion, but this is the acts of the church. Get that, that's why it's called Acts, like the book of Acts, right? And what, what we see is, is the actions that they have. What we see is, is the actions that they have. See, these new believers devoted themselves to the teachings of Christ. They devoted themselves to the teachings of Christ. They didn't have the New Testament yet because they were in the New Testament. And so they had the apostles' teachings who were actually there with Jesus, who Jesus mentored for years, and now they are, are, are devoted themselves. And it says here that there was an awe of his power. And this idea of awe, and this is really important to understand. And as Christians, as believers in Christ, right now, where you are sitting in your seat, you should have an awe of who God is. Um, and I'm not talking about like, oh no, you know, like, I'm talking like, oh my stars, like I'm not talking about like an ah, I'm talking about an awe, awe, everyone say awe. See this word, this word, A-W-E, <laughs> it's dyslexic, um, like, dyslexic dream, uh, to have three letter words. All right, this word awe. Listen, this word is the understanding of the fear of God. This word is the understanding that when they looked at it, they had a reverent fear of God. What does that mean? They looked at how powerful God was, the power of his his miracles that he was having, the power of what was happening in their time, the power that he was able to die and rise again for them. They had an awe and they feared the Lord. They feared God. And because of that, they did five different things. And they did five things. And these five things, well, maybe... Really, four things, and the fifth thing is really um, uh, uh, God's power, but it, it just happened uh, to them. These, these steps are the things that we need to be doing in the Cross Life student ministry. These steps are the things that we need to be doing in the Cross Life student ministry. First, it says that they gave to the needy. They were selling their possessions. They were giving it to who needed it. Now, this doesn't mean that you, like, like your, your parents got you some, like, 
sick new shoes, right? And you're like walking around. Where's my man with my Brooks? I see, I see you with Brooks on, right? I got blue Brooks. He's got blue Brooks, right? Um, you got some new shoes. And you walk into school and you're like, I got these shoes. My parents paid, paid a lot of money for them. I'm going to grow out of them in three months. No big deal. Um, and I got this new backpack. And I got my new laptop. My parents got me a laptop. It's awesome. And then you see someone just walking down the street, and they got flip-flops on. Maybe they like flip-flops. I don't know. And you're like, here's my shoes. Oh, you want my laptop? And you give them all your stuff, right? This isn't necessarily saying give away what your parents don't want you to give away. And they didn't give away everything. Some did. They still had some homes that they could live in. But what they did was, and this is an uncommon thing. This is an uncommon thing. Because of the love of God, because of the power of God, they started to see the needs of other people. They started to see people as, as uh, a lost, as broken, as hurt, and they needed stuff. Instead of having that second piece of cake, they used that money and gave it to the poor. Instead of having the Xbox that they really wanted, instead of going, to, like, like, for instance, in your lives, instead of asking for tons of presents, they just said, no, let's give that to the needy. Instead of like spending your time where you're working on different things just for yourself, you go, you know what, I really want to help someone else that it needs help. You see, they started giving to the needy. They started giving to people who didn't have much, who couldn't help themselves, who were, who were homeless, who were hurt, who were broken, who were, who were put on. Started doing this. And they started doing this as a group. And it talks about in here that they were, they were with one another and they were alike one another, but it was not just because they looked alike, but because that they had the same love. See how they were alike where they were brother and sisters in Christ. It didn't matter about what someone looked like. It didn't matter about what how someone did. It didn't matter how dumb or smart that you were. It didn't matter if you were a, 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 an athlete or a musician. It doesn't matter. See, they were the commonality that they had was that they were brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, and they grew together in community and closer to the Lord, Jesus Christ. So they started giving to people. Second, they started growing together daily. You see, we have gotten to a part um, where, can you get your feet on the, on the ground there, bud? Thank you. We've gotten to a, a, a part where we sometimes have community outside, but the only time we really see our Christian friends, uh, if you are a Christian, or if, you, if, you, you know, if, 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 that's, if, if you've accepted Christ, but the only time that we have ever uh, see them, maybe be on a Wednesday right now, maybe on a Sunday, so maybe two times a week. Maybe we, like, maybe it's even less than that, maybe one time a week. And we've gone to this point where we think that the church is just on a Sunday morning and we just are kind of chilling for an hour with them and we can leave. See, that's not what it says here. They were with each other daily. They were in each other's homes. They were having worship together. They were 
growing together. They were making, a f- like, just having fun together. They were building friendships. The third thing, eating together and, and, and hanging out. They were eating together. Not only were they d- together daily, maybe studying God's Word, but they were eating together. They were breaking bread together. They were having meals together. They were talking with each other. They were having these conversations with each other. They were growing with each other. That's why so many times here in the student ministry, we want to do things with you. Like, we know that we're not going to be able to see you maybe every single day. I know that I might not be able to see you every single day. But that's why your small group leaders want to do stuff with you outside of a class. That's why you guys, if you have phones or if you have your parents' phones, you can, you can call each other and ask how you're doing. If you go to the same school, you can look out for each other. And that comes to the, first thing, the fourth thing. They were praising and worshiping the Lord. You see, when they were getting together... They weren't just getting together just to, ha- to goof off and have a good time, which is, which is fine if you do that, if you're safe and you're not being sinful with it. But they were praising and worshiping the Lord. My best friend, Jesse Gordon, um, like, we're still best friends today. We Marco Polo all the time, sometimes. Sometimes he doesn't respond to me. Um, you know, we grew up in the church, and we never really, like, when we, we hung out, we did goofy things. We watched, like, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air until, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Just crazy, like, silly things that were, wasn't, wasn't fruitful at all. Other than the fact of us growing as friendship wasn't really fruitful at all. It wasn't until college where he got married, and he was out of college, and I was still in college because that's me. Um, and we started asking each other about our faith and our walk with Jesus Christ. And I remember asking him, like, why haven't we done this before? I mean, we went to the same church. We sat in the same youth group room. We went to, like, we had the same youth pastor Why have we never talked about our faith before? You see, we need to start coming together and worshiping the Lord. And by doing so, we can start to share the love of God with others. By growing, by by creating an uncommon community we can start growing and sharing the love of God with others because it says here for the fifth thing, their numbers grew. And more importantly, it says that God, having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to their numbers day by day those who who were being saved. Here's the thing. We need to share the love of God of others. We need to look at people's needs and we need to share them love. 
We need to see that people are broken and invite them into our homes. We need to see that people are, are in, in desire something and show them that they can be completed, that they can find their identity in Christ Jesus. That they can love a God who will always love them, who loves them right now. You see that, that what they were doing, they were just giving to the needy. They were looking for need, needs in the community. They were growing daily together. They were, they were just being with each other. They were eating bread, talking to one another. They were praising the, and worshiping the Lord. And their numbers grew. We, uh, we started something here in the student mini- in middle school ministry, and then high school, you know, had to copy us because um, they're copycats. Just kidding. Um, uh, here's the thing. We started something, not this school year, but last school year. I think last school year. Um, and we called it our Love Lock Challenge. We called it our Love Lock Challenge. And we're still doing this Love Lock Challenge because here's the thing. I'll get into what it is right in, in a moment. Here's the thing. Some of us have taken a break because we just haven't seen people. We had a summer where we didn't see anybody, and then we had to be quarantined where we didn't see anybody, and it was hard. But here's the thing. The community of Jesus Christ, the uncommon Lord who saved you and who can save you from your sins cannot be stopped by a silly virus. It cannot be stopped by something that is threatening. And let me understand this. Don't go home and be like, Tommy said it was a silly virus and he doesn't care about anybody. (laughs) No, but here's the thing. The Lord is more powerful than anything on this earth. And he is in control. And he loves people. And more, now more than ever, people need to hear about this uncommon love in this uncommon community. And people need to find a place where they can belong. And that is the church of Jesus Christ. And if you believe in Jesus Christ, you have accepted him in your heart, you've confessed with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you are a brother or a sister in God with each other. And here's here's what it is. I'm sorry, I said brother and sister in the the Lord, but what what I went to say was you're a, a, a child of God and a brother and sister to each other. Here's what, here's what the Love Lock Challenge is. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I want to explain this to you, and I don't want this to be a joke. This is not a joke, all right? Those who have been in the middle school ministry, you're in seventh or eighth grade, uh, you know that this isn't a joke, okay? So don't, I don't want to see these being thrown. I don't want to see these being on the floor. If they, w- if they are, I'm going to be really disappointed. Um, but here's the thing. These are very, very cheap uh, plastic luggage locks. They mean nothing. This costs less than a penny. But what we're going to have this represents means something a lot more. All right? So anytime that you share the love of Jesus, 
Anytime that you share the love of Jesus with someone, you talk to them about God, you talk to them about who, um, who, who your faith and who you are in, in Christ. You, you talk to them about how they can have a Savior. You give a gospel presentation to someone. You, you tell them that Jesus loves, loves them, and not like, hey, Jesus loves you. That's a love lock. Jesus loves you. That's a love lock. No, like you actually have an intentional time where you're talking with someone. Uh, we want to celebrate that as a community. As the, as the church, as an uncommon community, we want to celebrate that, that with each other. Because we are the body of Christ. So anytime that you talk to someone about God, you give a gospel presentation, you tell the love of God. I want you to take a love lock that are in these baskets, and I want you to put it on our stage. Here's our goal. Ready? And I could reduce this goal because of uh, COVID, but I'm not going to. We set a goal at the beginning of, uh, last, beginning of 2020 that we were going to hit 1,000 love locks. That mean, that's meaning we were going to talk to a thousand people about Jesus Christ. And if we did that, we'd have something fun planned and all that. But it's not really about just having fun. We want to celebrate the, the Jesus that, that has come into our lives and that we can share with others. And the power of God. But here's the thing. I think we can still make it to a thousand. I think we can still make it to a thousand. So throughout this, throughout this week... Throughout the school year, you talk to someone about Jesus, you can come put a lock on the stage. And now here's, here's how it's going to work. You're going to ask, like, when can we start doing this? Can I take the people I talk to at Kids on Mission and put locks on there? If you weren't in middle school, this is like we're starting it in middle school. So the day you start middle school is the day that you can start, like, if you start talking about Jesus on the first day of school, come on, put them on, all right? But uh, we're going to just start it right at middle school, okay? If you talk to Jesus, uh, talk to people about Jesus on the mission trip, middle school mission trip, and you haven't put locks on yet, make sure you do that and be honest with that. Um, if you talk to people during COVID and you just weren't able to get down here, make sure you put locks on the stage for that because we want to make sure that we can celebrate how God's power is working through the student ministry. And, and let me tell you something. Please be honest. Because here's the thing. If you lie about this, you will have to answer to God about it. So don't lie. Be honest. All right? Second thing is we have a chain. We have a chain, and we're trying to get it all the way to the back of the wall. All right? We want to get this chain all the way to the back of the wall. We want to see it grow. Uh, and, and what this chain is is anytime that you invite someone to church, maybe they don't come, it's okay. Don't worry about it. If you invite a person to church, whether they're, whatever their answer may be, you can come and put a chain on our link, and we are trying to get this chain all the way to the back of the wall, and hopefully we can get out the, the door. But this year, we want to get it all the way to the back of the wall, all right? So we got chains and love locks right here. If you have any questions after I'm done praying and we, we are dismissed, then you can start asking questions about that, okay? So here's the thing. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. If, if you're thinking about this message and what it means, um, and you want more information, you don't know who God is, you've never had this uncommon community, or you've been in the church, but you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to come up and I want you to talk to me. I'd love to tell you how you can accept Jesus Christ 
and you can be a child of his, and you can find your identity in him. Um, also, uh, if, you have, if you have witnessed to someone and you haven't put a love lock on the stage, make sure you do that. Those who are going to be watching online, uh, it's, this is going to be uh, on YouTube uh, tomorrow. If, you have, if you've done that and you can't get in because of health reasons, I, we understand. Uh, just let me know, email me, and then we can, uh, I can make sure that uh, you're a part of the Love Locks challenge and the Link challenge, okay? All right, so uh, I'm going to pray, and then you have, if you have any questions about the lo Love Locks or, or how the chains work or anything like that, you can come ask me, um, or you want to talk about your salvation or you want to talk about how to grow your faith closer to God, you could come and talk to me, but I'm going to pray, and then you're going to be dismissed. But before we do that, this is how it's going to work, okay? We're going to go out that door. Don't be running. Don't go crazy and go out a different door. You're going to go out the, the, the way you came in, upstairs, up those doors, and then you're going to go out to the parking lot right where the, the kids' worship thing is. If you don't know how to get there, come find one of the leaders, and we'll be great we'll love to take you up there and that's where um you can be picked up uh and you can go home all right so thank you for coming out invite your friends next week if you do make sure you put a link on that that chain let me pray for you guys and then you're going to be dismissed dearly father thank you for who you are i thank you for what you have done lord and i thank you that you are a god who will allow us enough to love us and put us into an uncommon community I thank you for my uncommon community here at Cross Life Church. The love that I have seen here with the students and, and the, the loving uh, 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 power of your love in the, in the people here at Cross Life, oh, I'm so grateful, Lord. And I pray that we can go out and that you can give us power to share your love with others. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed.